Hey guys, today we're going to talk about developer career paths, both from a developer's perspective and from HR's perspective. I'm going to talk to you guys about my first developer career talk at WWDC in uh, 2005. That's the Apple Worldwide Developers Conference, for those who don't know. Um, I'm going to talk about some, some pigeonholes that developers can get put in um, and how thinking about those pigeonholes might help you develop a better team. Um, I'm going to give you some practical advice for developers, um, things you really must do if you're going to be a professional. Um, I'm going to talk about technologies and popularity, um, basically how and why to use popular technologies, and then hopefully bring it home and uh, give you guys some, some action items to, to go out there and uh, improve your, your teams and your careers. So my first developer career talk was in 2005. Um, I was a student scholarship winner. Um, Will Shipley was giving a, a talk, um, and this was actually the year before I went. So I, I heard this talk through Apple's uh, video stream. Um, note that this is pre-iPhone Apple, uh, which makes it extra interesting. Will Shipley's uh, has a great blog and is a great guy. So let's hop into that advice and we'll kind of unpack it real quick. So his, the title was How to Succeed Writing Mac Software. Subtitle, How to Make a Zillion Dollars and Not Lose Your Soul. So I had a couple parts. First, why Mac? His, his idea was that Mac people are special. They pay for stuff, um, which is, I think, generally true. If you look at the App Store versus uh, the Play Store in Google, um, I think that the App Store grosses twice as much dollar-wise, um, so maybe that's still true today. Good job, Will. Um, second party talks about getting a job. Um, I think that's a good recommendation, especially for people starting off. Um, and his advice was basically try hard to find a job at a company you love. Um, he has a lot of funny asides, but uh, his next section is if you can't. If you're unemployable, all right, and you want to live off government cheese, try starting your own business. Um, he has some good lines. I'll link to the full PDF. It's worth reading. Before he gives some good programming tips, some of this we talked about in, in past episodes and we'll talk about in future episodes. Basically, maintenance is the key difficulty in writing code. Anybody can throw up some toy apps, but maintaining, deploying, keeping users happy, adding new features elegantly. That's the hard part. Style is important. And another thing that he said, which rings true today even, um, of course, is you should optimize later. Build build an ugly product first and optimize later. <laughs> Ship ugly code, refactor later. And then of course, the disclaimer at the end is just think for yourself, which is great. Um, some notes, uh, highlights. He says to follow your passion and success will come. I think that's true today. Um, don't pick a field because there's money in it. Pick a field because you love it. Work hard, innovate. And he says, he says you will get famous and you'll make good money. But I think what's more important is the last part. You may not be rich, rich, but you'll be happy. So development is a, a really well-paid profession. Um, if you find a project that you love, go work on it. <laughs> this is funny. 
Uh, th remember, this is pre-iPhone. This is just, are you writing software for Mac OS? Or are you writing software for Windows or Linux? Or what are you doing? Uh, his note is that I don't port to Windows because I'm doing just fine with my little niche and, and Mac. I think uh, caveat I would put here is that Will is shipping software. He's selling software. And if you're selling software, sure, go where the money is. If you have a platform and you're selling a service, it probably makes sense to be on more than one platform. Um, and I think a lot of people confuse that often. Um, so I think Will's, Will's point is valid for people who are just selling software. But again, if you're a service or a platform company, you got to be everywhere. This is another good one. It says work for the man or for yourself. You got to decide. Uh, for those listening to the podcast, on the left, there's a, a cubicle, office space style cubicle with a, a pharaoh cracking the whip. And on the right, there's a, a cat with a remote and a Bud Light uh, working from home, <laughs> as, as many of you are now. My response to, to Will is that to be the man, you got to beat the man, which is a, a Ric Flair quote. Um, I, I think Will's right that Mac people are special. Will's right to follow your passion. Will's, Will is right to optimize later. Um, Will is definitely right that style matters. Um, but I still think you need to be business minded in order to succeed, both as a developer and as a, someone hiring developers. So let's talk about developer pigeonholes or traps. Um, here, I got three three types. Scientist, hobbyist, and epipeter. A scientist, I have a picture up here of Valen Turing. If you don't know who he is, look him up. He's super smart. He, he's cracking codes. Um, there's a lot of guys like this in, in industry, a lot of guys like this that are our heroes. They're not always the best businessmen. Um, I'm reading the story Masters of Doom right now about id Software and John Carmack and John Romero. Carmack is a classic scientist. He wants to build the game engines and that's it. He doesn't want to patent them. He doesn't care about marketing. He doesn't even care about level design. It's good to have those people on the team. You can't have a team of those people, generally, unless you're working for maybe Google X. Um, and that just goes to show how much I think we we idolize innovators, but really there's a lot of people who t take innovations and implement them in particularly in business settings in the world that that's the majority of the, of the work that needs to be done. Um, so it's worth thinking about. Um, the, the next type I think, so that's the scientist type. The next type, which I think a lot of people fall into as well, um, is the hobbyist. I think the hobbyist at WWDC when I went, like people get really excited about the Mac platform. There's this cult of Mac. Um, people love, you know, some people love Arduino. There's, you find a, you find a technology that you get really fired up about and you just want to build on that technology. These people are really loyal to the projects. They're energized because they, they love coming to work every day. Um, the problem with these, uh, this type is that sometimes their platform 
for technology of choice is not the best and sometimes they're not very flexible when it comes to learning new things. Um, I've seen this over and over again. I, I think people people fall in love with what they know um, and, and it's not necessarily always the, the best or most cost efficient thing to do. Some people also fall in love sometimes with just the new. If it's, if it's new, we have to use it. Um, and that's not always the best choice either. Um, it's still good to have these people on the team um, they, they bring a, an energy that is just contagious. It's great. The third type, uh, I call a pivoter. Um, I think these are people generally who've maybe come to software development later in their careers. Um, maybe they're a designer and they say, oh, wow, these developers really have it good. They're, they're getting paid well, or I, I like this work. Um, so they jump in and they jump in primarily for for business reasons, which is good, um, but they often don't do it for the love of the game or have the, the intellectual stimulation that maybe the scientist or the hobbyist will have. Um, so, but they deliver, I think, generally good customer experiences. They do deliver products. Um, they might not be your most, I wouldn't build a team around one. Um, and really these are, these are pigeonholes or traps and nobody falls cleanly into either one of these scientist, hobbyist, or pivoter, I think it's best if you can be a little bit uh, a little bit of all three of them. And the more well-rounded you are, um, or the more well-rounded your teams are, the better, the better projects you're going to deliver. Let's talk about must-do things if you're going to be a, a professional developer. So first, be well-rounded, of course, we talked about. The next thing is just create. You have to build something. You can't, you can't just take a class and say, oh, I built some toy app um, in React, let's say. Now I'm, now I'm a pro React developer. Build something, make it public, check it in, deploy it, share it, talk about it, um, and build the whole product if you can. Some people really focus, um, say, oh, I'm just a front-end guy, or I'm just a back-end guy. You can do simple front ends and simple back ends and make yourself a full stack app that you, you deploy or talk about or put in your portfolio. And that learning, even if it's just a little bit of bash scripting or working with AWS or Azure, um, I, I don't recommend cheating and working on, in Heroku, but that happens. Um, just build it and build it all the way and deploy it. And uh, it, it'll only help you and your team if it's just, even if it's just your ability to talk about other aspects of development that you don't do normally. Um, so just get out there and create, that's number one. Number two is, I'm gonna call it reference. It's really build your personal reference library. I think that can be people, it can be resources online. Um, I like meetups, there's some Slack channels I like a lot. Um, IRC is still a thing, internet relay chat, check it out. Django has a good one. Um, just follow people on GitHub. Um, another recommendation that I've done personally is I'm a, I'm a lifetime member of the Association of Computing Machinery, ACM.org. Um, I think students, it's $49. Uh, professionals, it's $100 a year. And um, I think the most valuable part of that is they give you access to the Safari books online library. So 
courses. A lot of them are copy and pasted onto Udemy and, and, and other online learning platforms, but also great books. Um, if you want to look up things quickly, searching for chapters in highly rated $50 books, which you're able to do on Safari Books Online is a great reference. But building that reference is going to help you because as you'll find, being a developer requires constant learning. And if you don't have that reference, you it's really hard to succeed. And, and for HR hirers or CTOs, you have to help your developers build this reference as well and encourage developers to look things up and do things the quote unquote the right way, even though there's often 10 ways to do something in computer science. Um, it's worth it's worth looking up and thinking about what other people have done because most problems in computer science are solved problems. Most people aren't developing new wheels in computer science or in development. Um, I often like to talk about how more senior developers spend more time Googling than junior developers because they care about how they're doing things. Um, so it, it's it's worth your time. Um, to, so number one, create. Number two, build your reference your reference section. Number three, contribute. So you have all you're building stuff. You're building stuff using probably some open source stuff. You're, you're you have all these references. You need to contribute back to the community, and I think that will only help you. Um, there's a million ways to contribute, even if it's just listen to people's questions on Stack Overflow. Um, you can bug report, you can write documentation. Um, I do Code Mentor, um, which is a paid thing, but there, there's a million ways to contribute. Host your own meetup. Just, just get out there and, and help other people. It, it, I promise it will, it will help you as well. So those are your must-dos. Again, create, reference, contribute. Here's some things you can do. You can get a job, kind of optional. You can learn history. I love suggesting this. Computing history is wonderful and interesting. Um, I, I recommend a podcast by Charles Edge called The History of Computing. Um, book, which I'm reading, finishing right now, is Masters of Doom. It's fantastic, especially if you're into gaming at all. Um, if you must read a Steve Jobs biography, I would read Becoming Steve Jobs. Um, the Isaacson one isn't great, uh, it's, and all of them are kind of meh, but if you really like Steve, read, read one, read Becoming Steve Jobs. You can learn new tech. No, this isn't a must do. Like, practice the tech that you know first, um, or practice tech related to deploying it or maintaining it. But if you if you feel confident in what you know and want to branch out, learn some new stuff. Um, we'll talk about what to learn in a minute. Um, you can get certified as well. Uh, that includes big degrees from colleges. You can get nano degrees, do your AWS or Microsoft or A plus certifications. Um, especially early in your career, this can help. Um, you can also teach as part of the, maybe the contribute thing from earlier, but when you know something, share your knowledge. Even if there's a million programs out there, even for kids that if you have a basic knowledge of JavaScript or Python, you can go out there and help kids with their projects or even just kind of uh, software development thinking and some of these little robot kits and stuff that are out there. It's, it's, it's great stuff. Let's talk about technologies and popularity real quick. What 
what should you be getting yourself into? What should you be picking as a team? Um, what types of people should be looking for? What should you expect to spend maybe? Um, most popular languages, JavaScript, HTML, everybody has to use them. SQLs, uh, it's been around for forever. Everybody has to use it. Python is up there. Um, Java, Bash, everybody should know. <laughs> then C Sharp, PHP, TypeScript, C++, C, Ruby, Go, Swift, Kotlin, R, in that order. Um, I think after after C, I mean Ruby's fine, It's but Python is four times more popular than Ruby. It's worth checking out the Stack Overflow developer survey. They come out every year. You want to pick popular stuff. The more niche technology you pick, the harder time it's going to be to find resources, the harder time it's going to be to find um, developers to work with you. Um, hard time it's gonna you're gonna have passing it off to somebody else getting bugs fixed for libraries that you're using um, it's just it's just tough we'll talk more about that in a minute but there's a reason why this stuff is popular and if you don't know what's going on start with the popular stuff um, that said if you're an innovator then go innovate however you like uh, popular frameworks it's always good for the reasons I just talked about, right? If you want to get a bug fix done in, in the framework of your choice, you got to, it's easier to do that if you have a community around that framework. Um, look them up, they're on the Stack Overflow survey. Um, I like React since it's been really properly open sourced. Angular is going out of style. For enterprise, Microsoft Stack is great. Django and Flask are fantastic as well. Ruby on Rails, I, I think, is more of a legacy thing, but I think it's just fine as well. Um, other other frameworks, we talked about .NET, Pandas, of course. Um, TensorFlow is uh, great and hot and popular. Um, if you want to get into machine learning, there's a lot of cool stuff you can do for, with TensorFlow. Um, particularly recommend the the neural transformation artwork projects that are out there um, they're they're really cool so why use stuff that's popular um, and it seems like popular developers don't go together but they do uh, I think popular is the are tools that our businesses are using which means popular is where jobs are um, popular means it's less expensive generally um, more people working on it, the cost goes down, supply and demand. Um, popular means there's a lot of help out there for you, help support. Um, popular, I think, means that the product's going to be around longer. The, you, we see, I mean, PHP is still around, vibe and kicking, very popular because it runs most of the web by WordPress. Um, it, it's not the best technology, but because it was so popular, it's going to stick around. Um, you're not going to get 60, 75% of the web to upgrade um, or change technologies all at once. It's going to take a long time. So popular is safe in a lot of ways. And popular is frequently old. Um, I mean, Python's not new. Python's probably like 84, I think Guido Van Rossum started it. Um, Go is probably the newest popular thing out there. 
React Native is a framework. When you count that, React as well. Um, so it's hard. It's hard to be popular and new, um, and I think there are good reasons for that. Uh, so it, I would steer people generally to to pick the popular, but there is a there is a dark side in this force. Um, if you want to if you want to build with unpopular stuff, maybe you want to do research or be an innovator or find a niche where you can charge a billion dollars to program you know modules for sap or something um you want to work by yourself you don't want to be dependent on other people um you want to disrupt the business um take risks or work with the new stuff go go do it um just know what you're getting yourself into so let's kind of bring this home if you're not just building software for software's sake Use a diverse team. Be diversify yourself. Don't fall into a, a pigeonhole of, of being a scientist or just a hobbyist or just a pivoter. Um, use popular technologies when you can, um, and and build on your knowledge and contribute to the knowledge base by giving back. That's all for today. Um, I hope this is helpful for you guys. I know it's a tough time out there for for some of you. Not as tough as it is for, for waiters now, so um, keep that in mind. Um, as always, you can email me with any questions or requests, um, including interview requests, at brad at bradflogger.com. It's brad at b-r-a-d-f-l-a-u-g-h-e-r.com. Um, also note, this is sponsored by Enochsoft. Um, we'll talk more about them later. Hope you guys have a great week and stay safe. We'll see you again soon.